welcome to another episode of Music and Vibes. I'm your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. Well, it is officially 2019, and I am so excited for this new year. Monday night, I did something that I have not done since I was a teenager. Yes, I actually stayed up until 12 o'clock to bring in the new year. All right, you can stop laughing at me now. Like, I am serious. I have never done this in my grown-up years. Like, this is a huge accomplishment for me. Let me tell you, usually I am the person who's in bed by 8 or 9.30. Depending on whenever I pick my husband up. Like, as soon as I get him, I come home, I go to bed, and that's it. And the sad thing about it is, like, even if I wanted to stay awake for a long period of time, I cannot. Like, my eyes literally just start to close on their own. And it is like I'm fighting to keep my eyelids up. So, I just think that... Maybe when it's time for me to go to sleep, I go to sleep. But yeah, I haven't seen the new year at 12 o'clock in ages because I always go to sleep around 9.30. Maybe 10 if I took a nap, but you know, I don't usually stay up. But this year I wanted to do something different. I was like, you know, my kids are older. They can understand and appreciate the whole new year thing. So I bought them these annoying little horns or whatever to blow for 2019 at 12 o'clock. They had little tiaras on. It was really cute. And so I tried to stay awake. Now I did really good. I stayed awake until like 11, 15. Then I started to doze off and fall asleep. And then they woke me up and they kept waking me up and then I kept falling asleep. So finally I was like, guys, just let me sleep. Wake me up at 12. So like 11, 55, they woke me up. And it was at that time that we were like, happy new. So we did that. So that is one of the things that I did, and I had a lot Another of Another thing that it. we're going to be doing this new year is actually getting a pet. Yeah, I know. For those of you who are long-time listeners, you know I am terrified of animals, all animals, except for fish. So we are going to get a pet. My daughter, Megan, she was like three months ago. She said, Mom, if we can, can I get a pet turtle? And I was like, a pet turtle? She's like, yes. Can I just get a pet turtle? She's like, I promise for the next three months, I will clean the kitchen. I will wash all the dishes. And you won't even have to remind me. She said, if I mess up and you have to remind me about anything, then I don't get my turtle. So I was like, of course. Because, you know, I was counting on Megan messing up. I was counting on her forgetting. I didn't even think about the turtle because in my mind, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to have to do it. See, I love when my kids make deals with me like this because... All right, don't tell them. I kind of root for them to lose because I usually don't want to do what they're willing to work for, like the turtle. So what I decided to do was, I was like, sure, you can do that. So she started working and cleaning the kitchen. Like every single night without fail, she cleaned the kitchen. I didn't have to remind her. She did an amazing job. Actually, she did such a good job until even though she earned her turtle, I'm still not going to let her off of dish duty. No. She is going to keep dish duty forever because she is amazing. The previous dishwasher, whose name I will not mention, was not the greatest. And there would be, like, stuff stuck. I mean, I should have taken pictures. It was a mess. Like, there would be stuff stuck in the back of dishes. One time I went to get a dish out of the dishwasher. And you know what happened? I got two plates glued together with tomato sauce. That was gross. Then you would try to eat your food and you would see like big chunks of food that someone else left on the fork and you're just like I wonder why this is not washed like I don't understand why my daughter Kennedy good thing she doesn't listen to this podcast 
did not wash the dishes. And she would always say, Mommy, I did wash them. I'm like, there's no way you could wash the dishes. <laughs> it just looked like she took the dishes up from the table, put them in a dishwasher, didn't even turn them on, no rinsing was involved, and she's like, I did the dishes. So when Megan volunteered to do the dishes, I was ready for a change because I was at a point where I was literally washing my dishes, the dishes myself because I wanted them clean. And it's like, no matter how much you punish her, take stuff away, according to her, I did do the dishes. She sucked. She was terrible. So when Megan volunteered, I was like, sure. And Megan does an awesome job. Like, you can literally go pick up a spoon and not worrying about eating leftovers from three nights before from somebody else because the spoon is clean. You can get a plate and not have to worry about the plate having syrup on it from two days ago. I mean, you can get clean dishes. So I was, I'm thrilled. So she earned her turtle. Now, of course, during this whole process, she researched the turtle because she's my little researcher and she was telling me how much it's going to cost. She told me that her turtle, because she wanted to get a red ear slider, and that the tank was going to cost like a thousand bucks. And then, of course, I was like, there is no way I'm paying a thousand dollars for a turtle's tank. Now, I did do some research and I found out I can get a tank for maybe $25, $50, somewhere in that price range where a turtle will be fine. I'm fine with that because I want the turtle to be okay. But I am not paying a thousand dollars for a turtle. So, you know, that's how it is with Megan. She's the one where she'll ask you something minor and you'll say, sure. And then you find out there's a whole bunch of stuff involved with it. So I told her from this moment on, I'm going to have to research any request she asked me to make sure it's not going to cost me a fortune at the end of the day. With that being said, awesome job with the dishes. She did more to earn her turtle. She's good. She is permanently stuck on dish duty for life or as long as she lives in my house <laughs> because she is that good. And I think she did an amazing job. And I'm proud of her too. Even though I was kind of rooting for her to lose on this one because I didn't want the turtle. It shows me that she can take initiative and she can follow through. So with that being said, kudos to her for following through. She did pick a name for her turtle. And she named her turtle Viadoza Sydney Christine Mitchell. So the other day, we went online. We ordered Theodosa. And she should be coming in the UPS um, in a couple of days. And I'll keep you posted on how she does for her turtle. According to her, she's going to make it live to be 30, 60 years, 30 or 60 years of age. So we'll see how that works out. So that's what we're supposed to be doing. Now, since I have never had a pet, and because I'm afraid of animals, I'm curious to hear the names of some of your first pets. So I think... That it would be wonderful for you to either message me or email me. Well, not email me, but message me. Or leave me a comment on our Facebook page. And tell me about the name of your first pet. And then let me know what your first pet was. So, go to the Music and Vibes Facebook page. The handle for that is at the Music and Vibes Podcast. And either message me the name of your first pet or tell me what your pet was. And then that way... You can let me know what it was. And I would love to hear from you. So you can either message it for me. And if you don't want to message it, just leave it in the comment section. I know exactly what you're talking about. Now, I don't care how dumb your pet's name sounds. I promise you I will not laugh. Because I think that any name you pick has got to be better than Theodosa. So, I just can't wait to hear from you. And I look forward to hearing the names of all your pets. And what your first pet was. And what their name was. Since this is the first podcast of the new year, 2019, 
I would like to start this year off with a bang and talk about something that I think affects all of us. Yes, what I want to talk about today is forgiveness. Last year, many of us had the unpleasant opportunity of experiencing negative emotions, whether it was us getting upset about a certain situation, or maybe we got mad at our spouse, a coworker, friend, significant other, whoever it was, we allowed someone or a situation to upset us so much that it affected our lives and what we did. Now, I don't know about you, but 2018 for me was a year of frustration and annoyance. It was a year of holding on to a grudge and even anger. I have to just be honest and admit that in 2018, that was the year I let people control me and control what I did. It hurts to say this, but it's really true. I look back over 2018 and I see how I allowed the things that people said or did to control me. Whether it controlled my attitude or the way I did things or the way I thought about things, something that someone did affected me so much that it controlled me. The sad thing about this is that I did not even realize what was happening until at the end of 2018. Okay, yeah, we know there's 365 days in a year. So let's just say that for 350 days of last year, I allowed someone to control me and I held on to grudges and anger and everything like that. And so it wasn't until like the last 15 days of the year that I realized, this is crazy. What am I doing? And I realized what was happening, and I finally saw this after some self-evaluation, and I realized this is not the way to go. So most of 2018, yeah, that, that was a wrap. Totally upset, angry, frustrated, holding on to anger and everything. So that's what happened last year. So I think that's why I'm talking about this forgiveness now, because I don't want you to be like me. I don't want you to spend 2019... 350 days of this year being mad, holding on to a grudge, being resentful, and ruining your own life where you can just forgive and let it go. So that is why we're talking about forgiveness. I wish I could explain to you why this happened, but I don't even know. I have dealt with, you know, a lot of with people in the past who've said things that were unkind or rude or disrespectful. I've been frustrated and angry. But before 2018, it was easy for me to get over. Like, it didn't, it bothered me, but not to the extent where I was holding a grudge. I'd be like, oh, well, that's their problem, whatever. But for some reason, this year, it was just harder for me to get over all of these things. And so, like I said, my year was filled with stress, anxiety, frustration, anger, holding on to a grudge, which is weird because to be perfectly truthful, 2018 was the best year for me financially. My marriage improved and I felt a lot closer to God. So things were going well for me. My podcast was doing good. I just started it and I got to meet all of you guys. So that was amazing. My music that I've been working on for years is finally starting to take off and get a positive response. So that is going good as well. My job is going fine. I got a couple of raises. I paid off bills. So it was a good year for me. And I feel like my kids, everything everything went well this year. So why is it with all of the things that were going right in my life in 2018, was I so frustrated and upset? Well, it's because I let unforgiveness and holding on to grudges and anger and negative emotions take control of me and control my thoughts. Now, all of us have negative emotions and feelings of unforgiveness from time to time. So that's not unusual, but it is how we deal with these emotions that will determine the outcome. For example, in my case, instead of holding on to all the negative emotions and feelings of resentment and unforgiveness that... And even all the things that people said and did to me this year, 
instead of holding a grudge against them, I could have just chosen to forgive them and let it go. Now, I know that what I'm saying sounds absolutely crazy and ridiculous, and it is hard. Truthfully, it's difficult. But to be real, forgiveness is the answer to finding peace with yourself and releasing all the negative emotions and anger that you may have as a result of what someone may have done to you. Forgiveness is not letting someone off the hook. And I think that's the reason why a lot of us don't forgive as easily as we should, because we don't see forgiveness as power. We see forgiveness as a way of letting someone off the hook or letting it, you know, like, okay, well, fine, I forgive you. And it, it, I guess it kind of makes us feel as if they're getting the upper hand, they're winning because we lost because we forgave them. But that's not what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is so much more than that. Forgiveness is a way to free yourself from all the negative emotions that you carry towards someone. Now, just because you forgave someone, it does not mean that you have to continually put yourself in the same position or situation or even continue to hang out with someone who have wronged you. That is not what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is being able to recognize that someone is not perfect and stop feeling angry or resentful toward them for an offense or a flaw. For example, here's something that got me last year. Last year, I had an experience where someone did something to me that I thought was it was rude and disrespectful. So after I had some time to think and pray, I tried to talk to them about it, how I was feeling. And I was like, okay, so I'm just going to tell them how I'm feeling. We're going to let it go. And, you know, most of the time when I tell people, you know, well, I'm feeling like when you did such and such, I felt this way. And it may not be how you were feeling, but, you know, this is how I felt as a result of something you said or did. Most of the people will say things like, Kiana, I'm so sorry. I never meant to hurt your feelings. That's not my intent. That's not how, I, you know, that's not where I was coming from. And we can talk it out. However, this person says something to the effect of, you're making way too much out of that incident. Then they went on to defend their actions, tell me that they would not apologize for what they did because they felt that they were right. And of course it's made me mad. I'm just like, okay, so now you're dismissing my feelings and disregarding how I felt and trying to justify your rude behavior. So of course I was mad about that. So for weeks, I harbored anger and resentment toward this individual. Now, of course... It didn't help that this person and I have to work together sometime and that I see them quite often. So finally, after a couple of weeks of being really angry, harboring resentment, wishing they fell off the face of the earth, (laughs) you know, I came to my senses. I realized that being angry at this person was hurting nobody but myself. And I think the thing that made me realize this is like I saw this person in church. They were happy. They were happy moving on with their lives. Life was great for them. And here I was, stewing in my anger toward them. They could care less. But of course they could care less because they didn't really care about how I was feeling. So they were fine. Everything was great with them. So it was obvious that how I felt or how I was feeling about them, it wasn't even affecting them. It didn't even matter to them. So I came to the conclusion that, hey, this is dumb, Kiana. It's like I realized that by me continuing to be angry with them, It wasn't affecting them at all. It was affecting me. So I decided to let my anger go and the resentment that I had for them to let it go. Now, it was really affecting me like every single day it was, but I just decided to let it go. So here's what I did. So at the moment that I realized that this anger and resentment was affecting my personal life and it wasn't affecting them, it was affecting me and my personal life. And it was just affecting everything that I did. So at that moment, I prayed. 
And I ask God to help me forgive the person for the wrong that they felt that I felt was done to me. Now I did this for several reasons. I'm just gonna be honest. I it's hard for me sometimes to forgive when I feel like someone did not apologize about something. Like if someone did something wrong to me and they're like, dude, I'm sorry, that was not my intent, it's over. We're under the bridge. I can forgive you and move on. I you know, it's it's done because we all do things. But I guess my whole pet peeve is like if someone has wronged me and they never apologize for it, or they make it sound, oh, I didn't have to apologize. You know, that really bugs me because I'm just like, you should apologize because I apologize when I do something that's wrong to people. And I genuinely mean it. And I think the whole thing is like, because I apologize, I expect everyone else to apologize, which is ridiculous because everyone's not the same. So that was my issue with this person. They didn't apologize and they made it seem like they were right, even though they were wrong. So that is why I couldn't get over that. But then I realized this is stupid. They're happy. They're fine. They're moving on because they did nothing wrong in their eyesight. So I was the one who was getting mad every time I saw them. Didn't want to speak, nothing. You know, I was just over it. And so I realized that it was affecting me. It wasn't affecting them. And because I had to see this person quite often, I realized I needed to just forgive and move on. So, like I said, I prayed because only God could help me get rid of that resentment and anger and hate in my heart that I had toward them. And so I asked God to first forgive me for holding that grudge and holding that resentment toward them. And then I asked God to help me to forgive them for the wrong that they did to me. And then I made a conscious decision to just let it go. Because you know how it is. It's like we'll say, I forgive you. But then every time we see that person, our anger and negative emotions and resentment come back up. So I just made a conscious decision. I was like, God, you handle this. Help me to forgive them. And then I made a conscious decision to let it go and move on. Now, I am just going to say that this does not mean that things would be the same between that person and I. No, it does not. Because I feel sometimes that we get a rare opportunity to see how people really are. And when we see it, we need to believe what they're telling us and then choose to either continue the friendship or distance yourself. So in this situation, I did choose to distance myself from this person. And I'm not going to be mean or hateful. I'm still going to be kind. And I'm just going to be professional with them. I'm not really going to have like a whole bunch of personal conversations or anything. I'm just going to be professional. Now, am I mad at them? No, absolutely not mad. Will things ever be the same between us? No, probably not. Can I work with this person as a professional and get along with them? Yes, I can. And I think that that is the key. To be able to have someone offend you and not let it affect you. And the only way to do this is to forgive. Now, what I have learned over the past few weeks is that holding on to resentment will affect how you see yourself in the world around you. It will stifle your personal life and it will stifle you and keep you from being the best person you can be. And holding on to a grudge to me is like shooting yourself in the foot because you're mad at somebody else. And in the end, you only hurt yourself. Now, did you know that being angry and holding on to a grudge can take a toll on your health? One researcher said that consistently and constantly holding on to a grudge can make you feel like an actual weight is on your shoulders. In a study from Uranus College, which was published in Social Psychology and Personality Science, researchers asked participants to reflect on a time when they had forgiven someone and also to reflect on a time when they had not forgiven someone. So after they had time to think about a time they forgave someone, they were asked to jump. And without bending their knees. 
So while they were thinking all the time that they forgave someone and they were jumping by not bending their knees, they actually jumped on average 30 centimeters into the air. But they all, the researchers noted that when they were reflecting on a time and they did not forgive somebody and they were asked to jump without bending their knees, they could only jump like 22 centimeters, which suggests that holding a grudge literally can weigh you down. It is in your mind, of course, but the function of the weight is real. Holding a grudge can also affect your physical health as well. In another study by Hope College that measured facial muscle tension, sweating, heart rate, blood pressure, researchers found that significantly higher stress responses from participants when they were asked to imagine holding a grudge against someone. So when they were asked to imagine holding a grudge against someone, they noticed that their stress level was higher than when they were not asked to hold a grudge against someone. So when they were thinking about forgiving someone, the stress level went down and all of these facial tensions and heart rate, blood pressure, it went back to normal. So that is how holding a grudge can affect your health. Now, a lot of this research was only done like for a few minutes or so, so they weren't really able to gauge a long-term effect in this particular study. But just imagine if it does this, if holding a grudge and being angry, actually elevates your blood pressure for a small amount of time. Imagine what it can do to you over a long period of time. I am sure that the effects on your health can be damaging. So what I did was to see what that effect could be, I went and found another research study. So in 2009, a survey from the University of Georgia found that people who are more likely to hold grudges were also more likely to have a history of heart disease, high blood pressure, stomach ulcers, arthritis, back problems, headaches, and chronic back pain. Now, let me just ask you this question before I go any further. With everything that we have heard about holding a grudge, is it even worth holding a grudge or being unforgiving? I think that I can speak for all of us when I say it's not even worth it to hold on to anger and resentment. So I know that right now you're asking yourself, okay, what does this have to do with me? Well, here's what it has to do with you. And here's what it means for all of us. What it means is that when your husband, wife, or significant other makes you upset, instead of holding on to a grudge or being angry with them, forgive them. Pray for them and then talk with them later about what happened so you guys can resolve it. When someone at work or church does something rude, disrespectful, or even hurt your feelings, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Forgive them, pray for them, and talk with them about the issue in an assertive way. Now, assertive does not mean an aggressive way, no. Assertive means that you stick with the facts, so you would say something like, Hi, so-and-so, how are you doing? Well, I just want to talk to you for a minute. And then I'm like, okay, what's up? So then you would say something like, well, earlier today you said such and such and such and such. And when you said that, I felt that, you know, I felt some, you know, maybe when you said that I felt disrespected or embarrassed or whatever. And I just wanted to let you know how I was feeling. I know you probably didn't mean it that way, but that's how I felt. And then typically, the majority of the time, Most people will say something like, I am so sorry, that is not how I meant it to be, but at least, you know, they'll they'll apologize. But, you know, it's not for you to say it like this to get an apology. You're saying this because you want to actually fix the issue. And the only way to fix the issue is to come at people 
not accusatory, not aggressive, just saying how things made you feel. And then usually they respond in kind and tell, you know, apologize and you guys can figure it out. Now, there will be those rare occasions where someone will tell you, I'm not going to apologize for that or you're reading it the wrong way. But even with that being said, if that's how that person thinks and that's how they are, it is no need to even go further to tell them about your feelings because it's all about them and they do not really care. So you just pray for them and move on. But still forgive them because forgiveness is not allowing them to walk all over you. Forgiveness is allowing you to be healthy. It's allowing you to be strong, to be able to fulfill your purpose and be happy in life. So forgive them. Regardless of what the answer is or the response when you have your conversation, forgive anyway and move on. It also means that this year, when your kids are getting on your nerves and they're not listening, what are you going to do? Even if they break something, what are you going to do? Yes, I would advise you don't scream because that can also mess your blood pressure up too. Don't scream. Don't get angry with them. But be firm with them. Because I feel like sometimes being firm with kids works a lot better than screaming and getting angry. Because when I scream and get angry at my kids, I'm just making myself angry and screaming. And they're just looking at me. But when I'm firm with them, it's a whole different story. And I get a totally different result. So, even when your kids, be firm with them, forgive them, and realize that they're just kids and let it go. Now, if you get angry with anyone this year, what should you do? Okay, I want to hear you say it. Yes. Forgive them and move on. Now, just let me clarify that forgiving people is not being a doormat. And it's not letting people walk over you all the time without standing up for yourself. Uh Uh-uh. That's not what forgiveness is. Now, you should be assertive and discuss your feelings and issues with people who who have either wronged you or whatever. But you also need to forgive people so that you can be happy, so you can have peace of mind. So you can work on yourself and be the best possible version of you that you can be. So you can live a healthy and happy, stress-free life. In this world, nothing is promised. You can get sick anytime this year or anytime in your life. And it could be a serious illness. But one thing you don't want to do, you don't want to be the one responsible for making yourself sick. Because you are holding on to anger, unforgiveness, and holding a grudge. So this year, please join me right now. In making the year 2019 the year of forgiveness. Now for me, last year 2018 was the year of unforgiveness. But we're going to take the un off and 2019 for me is going to be the year of forgiveness. Now, the song that we're going to listen to this week is called Crying For You. And it's about a young woman who's letting her negative emotions control her.
Wow, that song was powerful because it lets you know the how a negative emotions can control your life and how the mind can affect you and stop you from being happy. So please, let's make a promise to each other that we will not let anger, holding a grudge, or negative feelings control us in 2019. Now, before I end the podcast, I would like to thank our sponsor, Anique Music, for sponsoring the show. Anique Music is the publishing company that represents all of the songs that are heard on the show. All of the songs heard on Music and Vibes are written by yours truly. Yeah, I wrote them. And they are copywritten. If you would like to connect with me, you can just go to Music and Vibes Facebook page and leave me a message or a comment. And I promise you, I will personally respond to your message or comment. The handle for the Facebook page is at the Music and Vibes Podcast. Now, I'm also going to try to remember to put this information in the show notes as well. Um, so, yeah. But if it's not there, remember it's at the Music and Vibes Podcast on Facebook. I think that is all for us now. Um, I had such a wonderful time with you, and I'm so happy to have spent this time with you today. Now, don't forget to share this episode with a friend, and thank you in advance for going to iTunes and leaving me a review. If you have not already done so, then you can still go and leave me a review. That's if you haven't done it. But if you have done this, then thank you so very much. I really appreciate it. And thank you for all that you've done. You guys are amazing. I can't wait to begin 2019 with you. And until we meet again, please have an amazing day and enjoy the rest of your week. Bye-bye for now. And I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. My love for you, it will never end. I ain't going nowhere, nowhere, nowhere. Told you before, I'll